Welcome to Rainmakers. Now to our host, Carl Grant. Welcome to Rainmakers, a podcast about business development. Today, my guest is Casey Veach, the founder of Veach Commercial Real Estate. Welcome, Casey. Thank you, Carl. So when we talk about business development, we're talking about really relationships, developing relationships that are good for business. It's not necessarily sales. And I've got to let our audience know, Casey, that unlike some of my guests that I, I'm meeting them for the first time on the show, I've known you most of my life. I mean, I, right. I knew you as a kid, we played tennis together, we went to it's high true. school, and then, uh, you know, didn't go to the same college, but we cut back up after college and, and we've been involved together um, running the High Tech Prayer Breakfast for almost 20 years now. So scary to think about. Yeah. Deep relationship. He knows my kids. I know his kids. I knew his wife before he knew her. That's <laughs> <So> true. <laughs> go, go way back. But I've watched you, Casey, over the years, and, and I've watched you do very well in real estate, but I've also watched you as a member of the community. And and I know a little bit about your business from talking to you over the years that it's, you know, it's feast or famine. You you <laughs> you eat what you kill. And, uh, and I couldn't live like that. I've had a steady paycheck uh, my whole life. And so talk to me a little bit about the real estate business and, and how it works. Yeah, well, my specific practice is tenant representation, which is I'm representing companies or, or individual sole proprietors or just other businesses looking for office space or warehouse space. And it's been, it's a great, it's a great um, opportunity because you get to meet so many different people and and whether they are owners of businesses or just people who are CFOs, CEOs, and you get to meet people of all walks of life. So we, uh, I've been doing that for, I, don't know, I guess, 30 years now. And the business has been great because you know, to represent the companies um, against uh, landlords. And, and uh, you know, again, I say against landlords. I've grown up. I know all these people. But really, when you look at the real estate business from the tenant representation side, our job is to make sure that our clients understand and have the same expertise that the landlords have on their side. So I've been doing that, like I said, for 30 years, and it's just a great opportunity um, to meet many, many people. And it's, it's been a blessing for me to be in the industry. So I take it you have to know when those leases are up and you have to be talking to them. You have to be top of mind. How does, how does that work? How, how do you, you know, like with, with in the legal business, it's almost like managed chaos. Like somebody's going to have legal right. needs at some point and there's triggers like a venture deal or, you know, a litigation or an M&A, um, but you, you need to be top of mind when something's going to happen. How is, I wonder how different it is for you than it is for me. That's, that's a great point. So in, in commercial real estate, leases are not public record. So you really do need to have relationships with people who either can refer you into businesses or you have to already know someone in that business. And you never know when it's going to happen. Uh, you know, leases can end and you would never even know it because it doesn't come up on a public record. So you have to have somebody on the inside or somebody who knows someone that is uh, knowledgeable about the situation. Sometimes it's they're, they're acquiring another, another company, so they need, to, they need help expanding. Sometimes they just need to renew their lease. And then at other times, they just are ready to move because uh, they just want a change of, of location or a change of the type of space that they're in. So it, it is, it really does take um, people that are watching out for you and, and that you're constantly talking to, to let you know when those things are going to happen. Now, I've seen you involved in leadership, Fairfax, Northern Virginia Family Services, the Prayer Breakfast, and I'm sure there's other things you're involved with. Um, how does your community involvement play into your business? 
That's a great question. So I, I'm going to give you two quick points on that. I was just told growing up, my dad was a home builder and also ended up in commercial real estate. Not what I do, but he was, uh, he built buildings. He was a developer and the people around him and the people I met, that was just part of what you did. You, your job was to be part of the community and whether you got business from it or not was irrelevant. It was really just, you were told to serve the community. Well, probably about 10 years into my career, I went and worked with a medium-sized firm that was doing all tenant representation. And to that point, I had done landlord rep, I'd done construction management, property management, I'd done pretty much everything. But this was gonna be a total concentration on uh, tenant rep. And the question you asked about um, networking, I knew it was a big deal. I knew they were very involved in the community. So when I got there, I said, okay, guys, here, I'm, I'm here. Um, where do you want me to plug in? Where are the best places to meet business? And two of them looked at me and said, listen, that's not the way it works. You, you find what you're interested in, you find the causes you like and good things will happen. And sure enough, they were right. I just started getting involved in it with different uh, groups like Northern Virginia Family Service, like the Prayer Breakfast, like Leadership Fairfax, because that's what I wanted to do. And just some deals just came out of there that I never would have even known. I wasn't looking for them, but because you're just constantly talking to people and, and they know what you do, you know what they do, and you're just helping the deals came along. And, and so it has played, I, I don't really differentiate. I'm like you, I, everything kind of blends together. I, I don't mind my personal life and my business life and my philanthropic life all coming together. I don't, I don't act any differently in any of those venues. And it's just like you, you just are there because you feel that's where you're supposed to be. And, and, uh, and typically when you meet good people, good things are going to happen. Right. And so you also coached three basketball games today and none of those teams <laughs> have your kids on them, which is something I couldn't imagine doing. Um, but does that, is that business development? Yeah, that's a good, that's a good question. I, I don't know that I have anything specific off of that. Um, I just know that I, when, when I have the opportunity to uh, mentor young people or even, even adults, and I've, I've been mentored by so many people and still am mentored by people. I mean, I've, Carl, you've done a great job for me and you were a great friend early on in my networking career. Uh, just watching how Cooley uh, does things. Cooley is so much about helping others um, just up front. It's amazing all the work you guys have done. And, and because you guys were givers, it's a, you guys, you Cooley gets a lot of business and you in particular are very well known for being a giver. And, and, and so in this situation, I feel, you know, to whom much is given, much is expected. There's a Bible verse that says that. Well, you know, I have an opportunity. I happen to know basketball. I was taught by a lot of good people and I can pass it on. And at the same time, mentor these kids. And so I've been very fortunate to be a coach over the girls program at Stonebridge High School uh, with the varsity girls basketball team and JV team. And then my daughter wanted to coach a, uh, a seventh grade boys team, even though she's playing on a high school team right now. And so um, I, she wanted me to help her. And so I'm, I'm helping her do that. I don't know that I'll ever get any business off of it, but at least, um, you know, that you have the opportunity when you have the opportunity to bless other people and, and pass on what you've learned. I, I don't know how you pass that up personally. Yeah, no, I understand. I, I've, I've always joked about uh, my, my job. You could really turn anything you like to do into a business development activity. I've seen, you know, I've, I've done boating trips. I like to boat, right? Yeah. yeah. That's a fun way to do a business development event. You know, right. I, uh, in our Colorado office, they they do this uh, ski event. Um, I, I've seen somebody do a, a duck hunting event. I mean, you know, it, mm -hmm. there's all sorts of things you could turn into business development, depending on what you like to do. And if you could find others that like to do it, you can build relationships on the golf course or, or what have you. 
And then the other thing, Carl, that I've seen you doing, and, I, and I'm very fortunate to have the same thing, is that when I meet with people, I don't, I'm not necessarily looking at them as a business person. I'm looking at them as a person. And mm-hmm. many, many times I have talked to people and we don't even end up, I never even get business from them, but maybe I've, I'm able to help them uh, with their kids, or maybe they've helped me with my kids. Uh, it's, it's just, it's the relationships that matter. And, and it, it may never get monetized, but that's okay. It's, it's more about just the relationships and getting to know new people. There are multiple people that I, that I network with that I'm, I don't think I've ever gotten a piece of business off of, but yet we've helped each other in other ways. And, and it's just such a blessing to be able to be a part of that. Yeah, that's the thing about the prayer breakfast that that has been real nice. And doing that for 20 years, these are all business people we, we deal with. And, and some of them will have business needs and, and we'll be able to serve some of those business needs, but they're real relationships. Like we, we've, you know, oh, yeah. people call you up and ask you to pray for their kids and, 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 you know, you share real stuff with people. This isn't like, mm-hmm. you know, what can you refer to me? And, you know, it's, it's not like that. And it makes, it makes uh, being in the business community much more gratifying, I, I believe. I totally agree. So one thing that I've seen that you do that's uniquely you, Casey, is, is you always ask, where did somebody go to school? <laughs> where did <laughs> they go true. to college? I don't know if you realize that's you do that, true. but you do that. I do. And, oh, absolutely. And you went to UVA. So you've got UVA down, mm-hmm. but you seem like you have most of the other Virginia schools down. I, I threw one at you today that you didn't, <laughs> you didn't seem to have any <laughs> connections to. I think it was Fordham or something, but um, Oh no, Fordham. Hey, that's where my grand, my father-in-law went. Okay. <laughs> You've <laughs> so, got an angle. You got an angle in every college. And so t- tell me how you do that. And what are the thoughts behind that? Because I don't do that. And I don't know, it's not something I, I can ever make work for myself, but you do it masterfully. Well, it's it, what it came, comes from is that it, it starts off in, in Northern Virginia out in this area where we know the schools from DC, Maryland, and Virginia, and it's from sports. And so there were a lot of kids that I knew because we played against them in sports in high school. And so I knew some of the people around those schools. Um, and then you, you couple that with you know, going to UVA where you had tons of kids from Northern Virginia. We all, I was able to make these interconnections between the high schools. And I was always very interested in some of the coaches that were there that were like legends in like Annandale High School or, or West Springfield High School, or schools like that. And, you know, we had a legendary coach at South Lakes High School. Our, my, senior, my senior year, my coach, that coached me at South Lakes was end up being the first coach of the Washington Mystics. So some of the history there and some of the, um, the things that are involved there, I love to hear that. And then with u- universities, you know, many people are very proud of their schools. And I love learning about what the individual schools were like and, and what kind of things they learned there. And again, you tie it into sports and you'd be amazed at the number of people that have a lot of commonality. And, it, and um, I, I love learning about the schools. And frankly, you know, there are a lot of schools that I can, you know, talk to my kids about because of that. And so, yeah, I, I just think it's so cool to hear about their history and what they, what they've done in those schools. And that it's just a conversation piece that for me personally, I find interesting learning about other people. Yeah. So you always, but you always seem to know somebody who went to that school. Oh, do you know so-and-so? <laughs> and, it, and then, and then it's like a connection point and, and is, and, and you leverage that connection point to then kind of have some sort of commonality with them uh, is what I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you even realize you're doing it, but I, I watched you do it for years. Yeah, it's well, because I think I'm sure like anything, but because I've done it so much um, and I am interested, I'm truly interested in it. And then, I, and then it triggers a memory of, oh, yeah, well, so-and-so was at JMU or so-and-so was at Radford or whatever, whatever the school was. And, and, and that's it's just, a, I guess, my baseline of, of trying to remember things and not, not even trying to. It just it just comes to me. 
And I, I just find it so fun. And I, and just like you, I love connecting people. Um, I don't, I, I don't get paid for it. You don't get paid for it, but I just love to be able to connect people or, or help people get the connections they need for this personal or business or philanthropic, whatever the case may mm -hmm. be. Well, you, you've got to, you do have to monetize things because you have to eat and put your kids to school. That's right. So, so right. do you have any type of methodology for keeping track of people or, or a pipeline or anything like that? You know, I, I, I don't have a formal pipeline um, that I, that I track. I do, I do have a list of all the deals I've done and I know when their leases are coming up. So I always, I always track that. And then really I view the world um, as you know, Carl, through people. And so I, I keep in touch with a lot of people to just check in with them, see how they're doing. And, you know, it's amazing just how I've just been so fortunate that the deals I've gotten are, are off my relationships that people just help me and, and they help me get in places. And of course, it's not like I don't tell them what I do. Of course, I talk about business and I, and I tell them what I do. But you'd be amazed at the number of people who just forget. I mean, I'm, there are many people who think you're an attorney. Right. They, they, right. And they wrote, oh, wait, well, at least, at least, uh, oh, yeah, Carl, but it's amazing. Not only do you bring business to Cooley, but you help VCs get business, right? You help, yep. um, you certainly help other you know, accounting firms, whatever. I mean, you, you're always out there. And that's for me, too. I do keep a list, but my list is of people. And I don't, it's not necessarily a pipeline per se. It's just my friends and my clients. And I really don't differentiate. And that I, I call it my network just helps me. And the only pipeline I have, I guess, would be all the deals I've done over these past years that I do keep track of. And so I know when their leases are coming up. So Casey, if a young person at college is listening to this, or maybe they're not at college, um, it, it, they say, wow, that guy's life sounds really cool. I'd like to do what he does, but my dad's mm -hmm. not in real estate. How do right. I get, what do they do? How do they get into this business? You know, they, first of all, they, they definitely want to talk to somebody who's in the business because there's so many different uh, facets to our business. And if I was doing what I specifically do in the tenant rep business, I would tie myself to someone um, that is a successful person already in the industry. My particular side is very, very difficult because nobody knows when the lease is in. You don't know who the right representative is in those companies. So it takes a lot of different type of networking to get that done. So you want to go with somebody who really knows what they're doing. So my recommendation is they, they find somebody who is, um, who's done it in the business for a while and they're willing to mentor them and, and get them going. That, that would be my, my biggest recommendation. That's great advice. Well, I want to thank Casey Veach, founder of Veach Commercial Real Estate, for being my guest today and my friend over the years. And I want to thank you for joining us. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and please write it and please share it with your friends. Thanks, Casey. Thank you, Carl. You have been listening to Brain Makers with Carl Grant.